Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing today? This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in to the Heidi St. John podcast. Today is Friday. Can you guys even believe it? Today is Friday, May 3rd. It is Meet My Friend Friday, episode number 761. Today, I am thrilled because Jamie Martin is on my podcast for the first time. You guys are going to love her, and she has a brand new book out. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about introverts versus extroverts because Jamie's written a brand new book, just came out called The Introverted Mom. You guys are going to love this one. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So thanks for listening today, everybody. A couple things going on. First of all, thanks to everyone who came out for Apple Pie Day uh, yesterday at the Oregon State Capitol. We have been privileged to uh, let our lend our voices to a variety of things in the last year and a half, and one of them obviously, that we are very concerned and passionate about is parental rights and making sure that parents get off the bench and onto the battlefield. So for everyone who came out to the Oregon State Capitol in Salem yesterday for Apple Pie Day, thanks for coming out. Thanks for meeting your legislators. Uh, it's a great opportunity for us to really get involved in the process. Tonight, I will be at the Firmly Planted Homeschool Resource Center in Vancouver, Washington for preview night. And so if you're anywhere in the area and you would like to see what in the world is is going on and kind of what we're going to be doing next year, next fall. Uh, come on out. We're doing every kind of class you can possibly imagine. We have a beekeeping program now. We've got a, a full dance program and a music program. Really what we're trying to do is encourage parents who want to homeschool that they don't have to do it alone. And so uh, I hope that you'll come out. Next weekend, I will be at Teach Them Diligently in Mobile. I will be there on Thursday and Friday. And then Sunday, I'm going to be bringing the message at Abundant Life Church in Lee Summit, Missouri. So big weekend coming up. I hope you guys will come out. If you've got questions, please feel free to email me. If you've got questions for my assistant, uh, just shoot them off to me at podcast at the busy mom. Com. All right, I'm excited today because we're going to be talking about something that has always fascinated me, and I'm really thrilled to have Jamie Martin on the podcast. She's This is her first time on my podcast. She is a mother of three, and she calls herself an introvert, which is kind of what we're going to be talking about uh, today, and she has created a brand new book. She's written a brand new book that I think you guys are going to really love, and the release of that is actually coming up. So the good news for you guys listening to this is if you purchase her book before the 7th of May, there are always freebies when you order a book before it's actually officially released. So I have been privileged to hold this book in my in my hands. It's called Introverted Mom, Your Guide to More Calm, Less Guilt, and Quiet Joy. I love it. Jamie Martin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Heidi. I have been really looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to it too. So you so you have been, you're a mom of, how old are your kids? You're a mom of three. My kids right now, as of this recording, are 15, 14, and 14. And no, I do not have twins. So 
That's always fun to talk about because my oldest oh, wow. so, and young. Well, you have to finish it now. That's so if right. they're fourteen and four, if they're fourteen oldest, and fourteen and they're not twins. Yes, my oldest and youngest are adopted internationally. My daughter, who's my fifteen-year-old currently, from India, and then our youngest son Elijah, we adopted from Liberia. West Africa. And then our middle son is our biological son, Jonathan. So he and Elijah have about six months in between their ages. So for half of the year, they're the same age. And then the other half, Jonathan pulls ahead, which of course he is always quick to mention that he's still the older brother. My brother and I are 11 months apart. We are biological. So my, my, I think my mom was maybe, she said she, that my brother was like two and a half months old when she got pregnant with me. Not the best year of her life, she has told me. (laughs) Uh, But Aaron and I, my brother and I are 11 months apart. And when we were growing up, you know, for that one month out of the year, I was his age. And so I would say to him, right. oh, I'm your age now. We're both 15. We're both 16. Well, now that we're both, uh, you know, pretty much in our 50s, uh, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but somewhere along the line, the tables turn and you're like, okay, it's actually not that awesome to be your age anymore. Let me see if I can stay behind you as long as I can. <laughs> so uh, it'll be fun for you to watch that sort of develop with with uh, with your kids as they as they get older. I want to jump right into uh, your book because I think it's really, I think this is going to be a topic that fascinates a lot of people because we fall into, typically people say you're either introverted or you're extroverted. And I, I want to know how you figured out that you were an introvert. Great question. I found out I was an introvert as a freshman in high school, where as part of a class, we had to take a personality test. And sitting in the back of my civics class, I remember looking at the results. And not everything made a lot of sense to me, but I did notice that the I in the stack of four letters that those who might be familiar with Myers-Briggs might recognize, the I stood for introversion. And that wasn't a big surprise because I knew that I had always preferred, I loved reading books. I loved having quiet. I didn't mind being by myself. And if I'd had a busy day with a lot of social engagements, then I would have enjoyed afterwards having some downtime. So I don't think that it was a big shock to learn that officially, so to speak. But I do remember feeling a little bit embarrassed by it as if it was not the preferred tendency that that extroversion was preferred. And throughout my life, I saw my personality continue to grow and develop as I got married, as I had my first job. But I think it wasn't until I really was a young mom that I realized how much being an introvert affected my parenting style Because suddenly the concept of, oh, I've had a really busy day, I'm just going to take some time out for myself, that was not necessarily even possible as a mom of young kids. And that's when I began to just see, oh my goodness, uh, without that time, there's no way I can be the best mom that, that God wants me to be because God actually chose introversion for me. He gifted me that. That's part of the way that he created me to be. And that started me on a journey of just figuring out, okay, what does it mean to thrive as an introverted mom and to take into account the way that God made me as I parent my children? 
So when you talk about introvert, I think this is this is interesting because I think there's a lot there are a lot of different people who would define introversion or, or extroversion in different ways. For example, I think immediately when I think of the personalities, I always think of Melissa, who has been my assistant uh, here in, in my ministry for over six years, and she's a classic extrovert. And she'll say that she's an extrovert. And for a long time, I thought that I was an extrovert until I got around her. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, that's not actually me. And it's one of the reasons I love her because we we complement each other so well. So when someone's mm. going to ask you, because they will, because now you've written this book about introverted moms, uh, what when you think about being an introvert, what for you, for Jamie Martin, what does that look like? Well, I would define introversion and extroversion as having to do with where and how you get your energy. And I think that's the simplest way, especially to start from, the simplest definition to start from. So introverts tend to get their energy through time alone. And that doesn't mean that they don't like people or that they don't like to be around people, which I think is one of the classic stereotypes and misconceptions. So it doesn't mean that you don't enjoy people time, but it means that people time, even with really close friends or your family, will eventually drain you and you have to unplug from that time with people in order to recharge and get energy replenished so that you can go back to your family again. On the other hand, extroverts tend to get energy from the people time. Either it could be a crowded event, something that maybe we wouldn't think introverts might enjoy. It might just be a busy day where they've had time to chat on the phone with a good mom friend or other things. And that that those conversations and those activities will actually fuel them so that when they come home from a busy morning at church, let's say, or a, a party with friends, they will feel ready to go for more and so excited. Whereas an introvert who might enjoy that same experience will come home and think, okay, I need to just watch an episode of something or I need to go to bed early and so it just has to do with where our energy comes from. Yeah, and sort of and sort of recharging. I think that's true. And I think we can, you and I have talked about this uh, just for a few minutes, how you can look at somebody like me, for example, who speaks for a living and is around people all the time. And I think we assume that that type of personality must be um, extroverted. But really what we're learning is it's not what it's not how you are in your life. It's what how you recharge really and sort of what drains you and what recharges you. And I love that you're that you're pointing that out because a lot of moms listening to this probably and a lot of dads, too, are going ding, ding, ding. Wait a second. Uh, I'm realizing something about myself. So when you figured out uh, that you're an introvert and you're realizing I need to my batteries recharge a little bit differently. How did your family life change? Did it change once you accepted that, hey, this is this is how your personality, this is how the Lord wired you and you realize, oh, I'm an introvert and I'm I'm good with it. Uh, what how did that affect your family? I think it just became a new level of freedom in my life and by extension, my family's life. Because before really having the full realization and understanding and self-awareness of what that meant, I tended to feel a lot of guilt and shame from the fact that these little people who I adored 
also could make me feel so drained and exhausted and fatigued. And I didn't understand enough about my personality to really nail down why. So I just thought, I'm not good at this. I'm a bad mom. And so I feel like that's the part that really shifted, which is a big deal because suddenly I felt like, oh my gosh, no, God is saying that this is a gift he's given me. This is the way that he's wired me. And that means I have insights to offer that that those who are extroverts don't and vice versa, of course. Um, and so aware, being aware of that meant that I could look into a crowded day that we're going to have. I could know, okay, so this activity and that activity is going to be difficult by the end of it, the end of the four hours that we're out. So when we get home, I'm going to need to have the kids listen to audiobooks in their room, or I'm going to need this. And that changed everything from before feeling like, okay, yeah, we've had a busy morning, and but that's my job because I'm a mom, so I need to do more, and what do we need now? And so I began to just take myself into account, into a consideration when I looked at our homeschool day, our schedule, and that was really a game changer because factoring myself in and not just my kids meant that I could be the better mom to them as well. So it really is like a win-win. When you're thinking about that, it what's helping you do is just manage your day a little bit better. And I think so often as moms, the last thing we do is take care of ourselves. And I, I will remember being in uh, Florida many years ago with our kids. And I've told the story out on the road before, but you know, I, I did what all moms do. I slathered sunscreen on our kids, you know, and, and on my husband, <laughs> right? Before we went to the beach and I forgot to put sunscreen on myself. Mm. I was so worried about the kids that I I didn't put sunscreen on myself and I came home with second degree burns. I mean, I was burned so badly on the back of my legs and by the time I realized I hadn't, I had forgotten about myself. At that point in the day, it was really too late, and I think mm. that that really does translate to mothers because, and really to parents in general. I think sometimes we forget. Hey, you know, we have to take care of ourselves if we want to be a great mom or a great dad. At some point. Uh, you got to recharge your batteries, right? The same thing is true of marriage. If you spend all your time focused on your children and you don't focus on the marriage and the marriage suffers, well, then the the net result of that is that the children suffer by default. Uh, have you seen that happen? Do you think that's, that's pretty much uh, the way it is around, uh, all around the spectrum of introverts and extroverts? It's this learning to be sensitive to the needs of the parents so that the parents can pour into the children. Yes, I've definitely seen that again and again. And I think, though, as moms, whether it's because we're culturally conditioned a certain way, we feel like we're supposed to do and be everything to our kids that we shouldn't have needs. And some part of us still has that niggle that it's being selfish. And what I love, which I share in the book about a chapter about connecting with God as an introvert, is examining these introverted moments that we find in Scripture. And Jesus blended his extroverted and introverted sides so beautifully. We see him in these really public roles. Then we see him retreating to have that quiet time with the Father. And I love that picture because, of course, Jesus wasn't being selfish to do that. He was doing exactly what he was called to do, and that in turn equipped him to go out and do what God was calling him to do next. 
Yeah, it's so important. And I know that in, especially when my husband and I are out on the road, uh, and as I've gotten older, I think that the introvert extrovert thing changes through different seasons of life, depending on the, you know, the pressures that we're under and then realizing, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to shift what I'm doing because what I was doing last school year or what I was doing last, uh, last year in general isn't, isn't working anymore. And so when we look at introverts uh, and extroverts, we handle things typically differently. And so how do you think that introverts would handle that something difficult that comes at them as opposed to an extrovert? Yes, I have a chapter that's about handling loss and heartache as an introvert because it is really different. And introverts tend to be internal processors, which means that we go more into our heads when things get difficult because we gravitate toward thoughts and analyzing them ourselves as opposed to gravitating gravitating toward verbal processing or getting out in the open, chatting about it, taking in thoughts from other people. We can do that too, but our natural bent tends to be more doing that on the inside. And that can be a danger for introverts going through a really difficult life season. As a parent, let's say, you know, your husband loses his job or you get a scary diagnosis or uh, just real life that we're talking about. And I think being aware of your personality when you enter a season like that or when you're going through the midst of it can really make a difference in navigating those healthily. Of course, it's not going to eliminate all struggle by any means, but just knowing that there are times where it's good for introverts to process in their heads alone that can be helpful to a certain point. And beyond that point, it can become something to their detriment because really God created us to share openly, vulnerably with safe people, right? With those who are in our inner circle. And I think just opening up about what's really going on with us on the inside can help us to overcome because we were made to journey through life in community, weren't we? And journey through life together and lean on our lean on our friends. So that's what I would encourage an introvert going through a difficult time to do is to, there's a balance in that. And actually when a mom that I interviewed, she said that she had this great rule. I thought it was a game changer where she talked about that if she's having a difficult day with the kids, a difficult time, a difficult moment, she will talk to one friend about that. And get the support that she needs. But then to make sure that she doesn't verge into more of a complaining, unhealthy territory or space, she will then like pray about it if it's still on her mind. So she won't go talk to her mom about it or all these different people because sometimes just that turns into more like uh, venting, right? So that's not exactly what we're talking about. I think it invites drama also, right? (laughs) Just say no to drama. that's not... That's not what I'm talking about, but I'm talking about the having the courage to open up about what's really going on in the inside. And I would encourage all, all of us need to do that, but introverts particularly. So one more thing, and we're, we've got about two minutes left. So I want to, I thought, uh, I want to take this a different direction really quickly. Every single one of us has a mixture of people in our families, right? Some of us are introverted. I actually think um, people can be a mixture of both introvert and extrovert. You talked a little bit about Jesus, you know, really learning to balance uh, those parts of him. And I think all of us need to learn to do that to a certain degree. But when you're thinking about 
uh, people who are in your family who are either more introverted or more extroverted, how do you try to balance uh, the needs of each of those types with also including your own? So so talk for a minute uh, to the mom and the dad, or maybe there's a teenager listening to this who is saying, oh my goodness, I just realized I'm actually an extrovert. That explains a lot about my mom or whatever. Um, how can we balance these um, each type of needs and maintain a harmony in our families? Yes, well, you're absolutely right that we both, no person is like exclusively an introvert or exclusively an extrovert. We, we need both types and we use them at different times and that is healthy and good to do that. But we tend to lean maybe more towards a certain way than the other. And that's, that's good as well. So in, my, in our family, we have three extroverts, my husband, my daughter, and one of my sons. And then I'm an introvert and my son, Elijah, who was born in Liberia, is an introvert as well. So for one thing, we talk a lot about it because obviously this is a passion of mine so that they understand who God created them to be and how he wired them, that this isn't, that their personality is a gift, not any kind of flaw or deficiency, and that it offers good things to our families. Then from my perspective as a mom, when I look at my extroverts, I know, okay, they genuinely need time around people because that's the way God made them. So I will look for what I call win-wins to meet that need. So if I was going to try to take them to an activity where I also have to be there the whole time uh, for several hours, that's going to be really draining for me. But especially now as they're getting older, I can take them somewhere that's a drop-off. It's a great experience for them, whether it's youth group or, or something going on at our church. And then I can wait for them at the Starbucks around the corner, and then I go back and pick them up. So that way, we're both meeting each of our needs in a healthy way. As At the same time, as an introvert raising an introvert, I just look to protect my son Elijah's refueling time in ways that he might not naturally do. And I've done that since he was young. And then I also just look to help him role play when we're going out because the social conversations and things that take him by surprise, he needs time to prepare for those. So if we're going out to dinner or we're meeting someone, another family, I might talk about, okay, they might ask you about this or they might ask you about homeschooling. And we kind of prepare ahead of time. And that's been really helpful for him as well. That's awesome. So for everybody who, if you're if you're thinking, I wonder if I'm an introvert or I wonder if this is my child. I love, uh, Jamie, that you took time in here to address the parents who have an introverted child. I think this is especially challenging if the mom is an extrovert and her child is an introvert. This will really help you understand how you can really uh, get to the heart of your child. Really quick, Jamie, how can people find out about you and uh, what is the bonus? Because we're still in the bonus period, pre-order period for your book right now. Uh, what does that look like for people who want to pre-order your book? Yes. Well, if you go to jamiecmartin.com slash introvert, that's the book landing page. So it has everything you can need to know about introvert and mom. It also has a quiz so that like you're saying, Heidi, if you're not sure, am I an introvert or an extrovert? I created a quiz that you can take there, which is fun. And yes, people who order before Tuesday when the book launches get four pre-order bonuses that I created called A Year of Introvert and Mom Inspiration. And there's actually separate bonus for each season, spring, summer, fall, and winter, as well as a special Mother's Day bonus, which are these beautiful 
prints designed with quotes that I called introverted mom mantras. So one says like, drink tea, read books, be happy. And they're so beautiful. And you just print them out. And I have suggested frames that they'll fit right in. I've got them on my wall and they're stunning. So I'm super excited to just be able to offer those to people who have bought the book ahead of time. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It has been a joy to have you and I wish you the best with Introverted Mom. I think it's going to bless a lot of mamas. Thank you so much, Heidi, for all that you do to bless moms. You're very welcome. For more information on Jamie Martin and her new book, please go to the show notes today. You guys will notice that we have started transcribing these podcasts. And so we link back to everything that we talk about. So you you can very easily find Jamie by just going to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. And it's also a great place for you to get to Jamie's landing page. So you can be sure to get in on those pre-order bonuses. I want to encourage you again, if you're in the Portland, Vancouver area, I will be at the homeschool Resource Center tonight talking about ways that you guys can uh, get involved in community next year, particularly as it relates to homeschooling. So come on out. And then next weekend, I will be in Mobile, Alabama. Please come back next Friday. My friend, Abby Johnson, you guys may be familiar with her name. Uh, she is the name behind the movie Unplanned, and she will be on the podcast with me next Friday. You won't want to miss that. In the meantime, we're starting a brand new study over at MomStrongInternational.com. That starts on Monday, and we're going to be talking about the power of the tongue. This is a great time to join MomStrong International. You can check it out at MomStrongInternational.com. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic weekend, and I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.